Welcome everybody back to Cool Dog Pod, the Cool Dog Podcast. Uh, hello, Hoover. Hello, hello, Actually, my co-host. Uh, how are you doing today? I am doing fan freaking tastic. Wow, man! It seems like you have a new setup, which we'll shortly be getting into. But first, comment of the day comes from somebody named Emily saying, "I'm glad Hoover has overcome." His issue with witches again i bring this comment up to reiterate i had never had a problem with witches um shout out to all the witches um if you think that's i have a problem with you that's not true axel likes to spread around this false narrative that i hate witches and that's not true but um if you want to get comment read next week then go ahead and comment on this episode and we might pick you yeah so. comment on the episode and we might pick your wisdom. I see a lot of comments every week. Some of them confuse some of them really me. Really good. Some of them really scary. That is true. I did see one from like last week's one that was like pretty horrifying. Ooh, <laughs> it was a Halloween episode, but some of y'all are parasocial or weird as hell. So get over that. Some of them enjoy. Some of you guys enjoy the scary parts of Halloween a little bit too much. I think I. I don't know. I you thought all forgot to take your costumes off. How's your How's your Halloween? It was a lot of fun. Um, we all, me, Wes, and Kaylin, went to my Higa's uh, Alvea Sanctuary Halloween event, which was a lot of fun. Pretty crazy stuff. Um, there were a lot of eyes on the stream, and I was like, you know, I'm down to sit in the background and hang out and have a good time, and that's what I did. So yeah, had a great time. You know, at the Halloween event, talked to a lot of people, had a great, great time. You were on the big screen. I saw you. I saw you on the on the big Maya stream with eighty thousand people yeah. watching. You know, I was on the screen at one point for playing cornhole because there wasn't an event going on at that point. And uh, yeah, I was kind of shitting the bed because I was like, I don't know how 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 much like people are going to enjoy me <laughs> me playing cornhole against my friends. And uh, but you know, nonetheless, it was a great time uh, and not a lot of death threats. So that's good. That's good. I that's honestly the number one reason why I'm scared to go anywhere near Miskiff's live stream or what? any of his no. friends. No. <laughs> what are you talking about man. That will never happen. Yeah, they're a real wholesome community. Especially when they go on LSF. Oh, I love LSF. They're they have some good comments on there, like you should die in a hole and never stream again. Speaking of LSF, last night something really crazy happened. Trainwreck TV. I tweeted a selfie of myself at Trainwrecks TV. He bought a he bought an NFT, and I, I was replying to it as a joke. And I was I was I was making a little joke. I posted a selfie of myself. I was like, "Train, why don't you buy this?" And then he was like, "Send me your Bitcoin address, and I'll buy it for thirty five hundred dollars, three point five grand." <laughs> that is that literally is insane. Like I I like it's very much Trainwreck, but I like at the same time. I can't believe you actually followed through with it. Like I thought it was just going to be a bit, and then he literally just paid you three five hundred for it. He had to make he, it he did it. He he. I I. Well, here's the thing: is I have seen Train do things like this before. So when he replied to my tweet, I knew that he wasn't joking because that's just how Train is. But it was like I just like I can't believe he actually actually that did is this. Insane. That is I, actually insane. And I can confirm that the money arrived. I have it in my Bitcoin wallet. Thirty five hundred dollars. Will you be for, spending it or saving it? 
Well, I think the smart idea is to hold on and uh, become even richer in the future. That is a great point to make. And Trainwreck, if you are watching this right now, we would love to have you as a sponsor of Cool Dog. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to ever like have a shout at the Scuff Podcast, you know, shill anything you want, you know, but don't be afraid to hit Axel or I up again. That would be really. I wonder if we could get like. I don't think we could get him as a guest just because I think like he just he's he's very busy half the time. He spends like twenty hours a day live streaming. But like, yeah, I think it would actually be kind of interesting to have him as a guest just to like, pick crazy. his brain. But I feel like we're like one of the like the last people on the podcast list of like people that want him on. You know <laughs> what I mean? Where it's like so many other people have probably been like, "Train, you should come on the podcast, dude." But he's is like, true. "No man, I'm gambling. Can't do it." Maybe next TwitchCon we party with him a little bit and then he starts True. to love us and he's like, all right, I'll, I'll do whatever you guys want me to. I'll come on the Cool Dog Pod. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It kind of made me realize how bullshit our life is, you know? It is, yeah, we do have a pretty crazy life. Like I'm living in a house with my friends in Austin, Texas. And I'm, I'm living just, by you know, myself. Uh, every once a month and you're actually in a new place yep i'm in a new place new apartment how's that working out for you pretty cool <sighs> i i love it i mean the first few days it was a little bit because i live alone it was a little bit um it was it took some getting used to i think because it was a little bit intimidating at first because you know i I'd, I'd lived with my mom and my grandmother up until now but now i've I, i've moved quite a distance away and um I'm by myself. I got to say, like, I really thought I would, uh, you know, because something that you have to realize is when you move out, like, there are some things that just, like, don't spawn in, you know, like clean towels yeah. in, the, in, the, in the kitchen. They don't spawn in anymore. Literally. They don't, you know, they don't, that doesn't you gotta happen do anymore. That you got to take care of that. And I thought I would kind of find that stuff annoying, but, like, I love it. I honestly love doing dishes. I love doing laundry. I love it because it's all just, like, so mindless, and it's, like, just like me time, I guess, you know, I don't really, I put some music on and I just do it. I've been cooking. I made scrambled eggs this morning. It was really good. Ooh, how are those tasting for you? It, 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 they were good. I, I, I'm still experimenting, um, but I, I, I think I make a good pair, good, good bunch of scrambled eggs, which by the way, I am so sick and tired of feeling the judgment of like little like 15 year old girls in my Twitter replies that are like, ooh, you never even cook for yourself. You never even you don't I, need, fuck you, you, them, you, dude. I'll eat Uber Eats till I die. All right, I, exactly. Like, is it healthy? No, but it's my damn life. And you know, who cares if you don't have somebody cooking for yourself? What if I had a fucking chef, huh? What if I had a chef cooking for me? Then what? <laughs> then what? That's the same shit with Uber Eats. Is this McDonald? Is this Ron McDonald doing it? Exactly. I and I I've always told people that I used to cook and then I gave up because I just, I, first of all, I didn't like my kitchen where I lived. And mm -hmm. second of all, I'm in a very privileged time in my life. Um, and I feel like many people, if they were in my position would probably do the same exact shit. So, um, yeah, I mean, you just fucking made 300, three, $3,500 off of a fucking selfie of yourself tweeting at a rich guy. So I go ahead I and buy yourself like, Uber Eats. I feel inspired. Like I kind of want to start like an OnlyFans now. You just want people to give you money for free is what you're saying. That's basically yes. our job already, though. That's streaming. True. We sit very in front true. of a camera and we just kind of wait for people to give us money, which is awesome. I was talking about this on stream the other day, but there was years ago, there was this uh, Estonian YouTuber. Uh, I'm not going to name him, 
but I'm sure if there's any Estonians listening, I'm sure you'll be able to recognize them pretty much immediately by what I say. But uh, this was many years ago, like seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he realized that, oh no, when you make content in Estonian, you can't actually make a living off of it because there'll literally be like a thousand people at most, yeah. like a thousand views per video <laughs> or like, or like on some videos you get like five to 10 K, but at the time it wasn't viable. Nowadays, there's a lot of Estonian YouTubers that I think do make a pretty good living just because the brands here kind of like cling on to them and they get to be in like commercials and stuff on TV. Really? Like, yeah. I, um, one of my mutuals who does, uh, who, who's like a pr- uh, one of the biggest Estonian speaking influencers. I see him on billboards here all the time. Like I'll be like walking Damn. down the street and he'll be like in like a random like ad and he was in like a vaccine campaign thing and like, um, yeah. Anti-vaccine thing. Am I, am I right? <laughs> You're good friends with anti-vaxxers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is Estonia after all. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. But it's, it, but back then it wasn't viable. And he basically realized like i'm just gonna ask people for money so he made this facebook post and he put a picture of himself and i think that was what's downfall he put a picture of himself where he was like i was like i think he was like i look really good in this picture and it was just a really funny looking picture but then he was like um he made a post where he was literally like i can't afford to do what i love anymore and i refuse to go back to work and i can't afford to and he literally said this word for i can't afford to buy chicken filet anymore so and then he put his he put his bank details like please send me money and then literally every news outlet picked it up and they were like this guy is extorting kids for money and he is like this is what your kids are sending money to and then there was like a whole scandal and now it's like normalized. Yeah, I honestly was thinking to myself as you're saying that I'm like honestly like that's kind of based you know what I mean like that's kind of like a smart move like I feel like I would do the exact same thing you know I don't I don't see a problem with that you know asking people who work normal jobs and work harder than any uh, influencer probably would to, you know, give me their money. And I think, you know, he was on the right track with that idea. What it comes down to is, well, first of all, I'm not, I'm not on that guy's side. He's a pretty weird guy overall, I would say. (laughs) What what do you mean? He's a bit of a meme. uh, And there was uh, at one point something to do with miners. Oh, oh, (laughs) not like Minecraft. Oh, yeah, as as you would come to expect. Well, and then you know it's whatever. It's a whole headache. Never but, mind. I don't sit with that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a real meme, and also I think probably a little bit of a predator or something. I don't know. I didn't fully keep up with that. Um, but yeah, that's that's a little interesting tidbit about that. Uh, let's let's get into the. I guess the wait before we get into like a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Just because of my ADHD and I'm like rum- looking around your room. What is, is that like a vacuum behind you? What is that? I think it is. Yeah. I think it's like an industrial vacuum or something. I was like, well, I've never seen like, it looks like you could write it. Like it looks that big, like with perception, like it looks like huge. It does. It looks absolutely humongous. I, yeah, it's not mine. It's the guy who owns this place. He just left it here. This is a temporary place. Uh, um, next month, I'm going to be looking for uh, apartments, Ooh. and I hope I find one, because if I don't, then I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, and also I have some weights behind me. I basically oh. moved, in, I moved into a gym. Okay, so you, you've been pumping some iron every once in a while, I assume? I'm not going to lie. The, hitting, first, hitting the-, <sighs> the first day I got here, I picked up that one, and... Uh, 
I immediately like injured my forearm. Oh my god! <laughs> and I just was like, okay, I'm. How much? Go- what, how heavy is it? I don't even like. Okay, here's the thing: is like I get like I'm a I'm a pretty tall dude, and from that I get like a pretty decent amount of strength. And I could tell because when I was like moving, I had to lift like all these heavy things, and like it wasn't that hard. But like I'm not gonna lie, man, that that black one is pretty heavy. I, pretty, I can imagine. I can imagine. Look pretty like heavy. The, uh, so hippie. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was I could lift it up, but it was like oh, it was, it was like you were about to drop it. Yeah, like if I lifted up, if I lifted it up with two hands, I probably could have easily done it. But the one hander really just like really <laughs> one did a number on me. Damn. Yeah, really, really, really got me. <sighs> got me. Uh, yeah, but um, so to discuss something that something a little bit more serious mm-hmm. uh, over this past weekend was the Astro World Festival, and uh. In case you haven't heard, uh, it was it was tragic. Eight people died, uh, and countless more got injured because basically uh, the the crowd it was overcrowded. People were being stampeded; they couldn't breathe. It was it was. Uh, There's no water at one point. I heard. Yeah, there was. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get into that because the, it's it's this is kind of like the Alec Baldwin stuff where the more things that come out, the more you realize that this was just like a real mess of a yeah from the get go. Yeah, so uh, Travis Scott is on, under a lot of fire because he is the organizer of the Astro World Festival. This is a festival that has been, I think, it's like the third or fourth year, but if you exclude the last year that it didn't happen because of COVID, yeah uh it's it's it it takes place in houston texas and travis scott has always been known to be a little bit of a uh let's let's rage let's go crazy a rager let's um he literally has an has a uh has a lyric about how if there's no injuries in the mosh pit then that's not a, it's not a mosh pit which is literally not true every <laughs> other mosh pit is like it has rules people are respectful people always literally. And at punk and metal shows, it's 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 guaranteed that if you fall down, everybody stops and they help you back up before anything continues. That it's not like some like crazy stuff where it's like we gotta hurt. Yeah, ourselves. literally. Uh, so regarding the water, well, basically, I'll start. I'll start with this. Okay. Uh, the show basically over the whole festival sold too many tickets. Like uh, I'm, I'm seeing conflicting re- reports. Like some places are saying that it was 50 K. Some people places are saying hundred K either way. It was like too many people for that space. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, earlier in the day, apparently people just stormed the security, which meant the festival premises had people that didn't have tickets. They weren't screened. They just stormed God. the security and they ran in through the festival which is not good. Yeah, I've seen that and happen that, with like Coachella, but like at this. See, the, what I was thinking was you at that point, you got to like call off the festival until you like get these people out because you in the yeah. middle of a pandemic, you have a bunch of unscreened, unticketed people. And True. like I said, unscreened, meaning these people could have had weapons. They could have had anything. It was insanely irresponsible that they just went on yeah. with all these people still on the premises. So basically, 100,000 people, not including those who stormed the gates. We, nobody knows how many people got in, but it was a lot. Um, Travis Scott, 
and this is something that came out later, apparently, and this is also, everything is conflicting. To me, it seems like there was a fuck up on multiple levels and yeah. everybody, every, every piece of authority is trying to cover their ass and trying to shift blame. But basically it came out yesterday that the Houston police chief before Travis Scott's show went into Travis Scott's trailer and basically said, you can't do this. You can't do the show. Like you got to call it off. Really? Yeah. And since then, I've also seen like that didn't happen, but that was like what the police chief said that like, that's the official police side of the story. He legitimately said that he, yeah, the police actually came out and said that like, this is what happened. But then like, uh, like, I don't know, there's, there's conflicting news all over the place. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then Travis Scott went on and about 15 minutes in people started, uh, collapsing because there wasn't, they couldn't breathe. It was, it was, it was a very tight space. It was, um, people, it, it was, there was, people were saying that there was literally no space to move. And before the show had even began, people at the, at the front were being pulled out because they were like starting to pass out. And it was, it was, oh my it, was God. It, it was a disaster. Uh, and then Travis Scott starts to show, and at multiple points he did pause the show because he saw that people needed help. Mm-hmm. But he kept going on, and then later on he saw an ambulance, and he pointed out the ambulance, uh, and then he said, "If you guys are feeling okay, put your middle fingers in the air." And then he started playing fucking. Uh, I forgot what the song is called. Oh my god, the song. Sickle mode. <laughs> No, no, no. That would be even crazier if he played that. But he played uh, Upper Echelon. That's what he played. Oh. Which is ridiculous. That song goes a little bit too hard if there's a fucking ambulance. Yeah, literally. The responsible thing is there's an ambulance in the crowd. I probably shouldn't keep playing so that the ambulance could work. People climbed on top of the ambulance. People were like not letting the ambulance do its job. Uh, Meanwhile, people were literally dying. There's literally footage on Twitter that I saw of people... Basic, like there were, I don't, I don't know if they were dead, but they were purple. The people were lifeless God. on the floor. They were purple, and there were people like pretty close to them that were just didn't care, and they were just filming Travis Scott. Like that's how mindless Jesus, it was. Jesus, dude. Uh, and basically, yeah, eight people passed away in the middle of those uh crowds, and the youngest was a fourteen-year-old. That is fucking so heartbreaking. I, yeah. I, I. I I even saw too like that one video of the fucking girl going up to like the I don't know if it was like a camera guy or like uh, some kind of like person working there. She's like there's people dying like in the fucking crowd like you got to do something and this didn't fucking stop it. Yeah, no, this was that was apparently like a fuck up on multiple levels because people tried to reach out to many service workers. And first of all, the it was understaffed. This whole shit seemed to me like it was like they were trying to cut corners in as many way possible, which is unreal because they made a lot of money from this. But they just yeah. like, as usual, they want to put all the money into artists instead of the people that actually make the fucking festival work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've worked at festival. I worked at a festival myself, and I've seen myself how much they cut corners when it comes to like literally anything but the artists. Like, yeah, this is crazy. Like for so the festival that I worked at. You know, it was it was a big festival. Like we had Post Malone and stuff, and then for Post Malone's green room, one of my tasks was that uh, there was a blow up couch, but the blow up couch was like three years old and it had a hole in it, so I had to oh my fix God. it with duct tape, and it, it went into the same green room that like Post Malone was going to be. And I was like, "That's insane!" If you can afford to book Post Malone, surely you can afford to get like at least one more couch. 
Like yeah. we had to work with like scraps. Um, but also regarding the water stuff for a hundred thousand people, there were two water stations. That is insane. Like, I don't know how the fuck they like, so they're thinking of themselves. Like if one fourth of the crowd, right? 25,000 people just got up and went, you know, I need to get some water. They're expecting at least 12,000 people per station or, or some shit. Like, how does that make sense for them to like operate like that? I don't know. I, I that is insane. I, I don't know. It, it to me it seems like a very weird oversight. I like especially yeah. considering it's in Texas. Yeah, dude, fucking Texas is so hot. Like, I like right now it's like not as hot, but like still, if it's like sunny out, it's gonna be fucking blasting heat on you. So it's like you're mm-hmm. gonna get. And especially with like all these people around you, you're going to get fucking hot and you're going to get fucking exhausted. And then you're going to be like, I want some water. And then you're going to fucking wait in like a thousand person line for some water. And then they're probably just going to run out. Like that's insane. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's to me, it, it's, it's very, it's very crazy. And then like all these reports came out about like, there's videos of Travis literally looking at passed out fans in the audience and just continuing the show. It's, very uh, and then um travis scott has put out multiple statements each of them weirder than the other yeah he put out the first one which was like about uh, like 12 hours after and basically said uh it was like a it was it was a very lawyered up statement where like he didn't take any responsibility he just acknowledged what happened and he was like we're i'm working with you to figure out what happened and then he put out like a re- did you see the instagram story that he did well like him with the black and white filter on yeah i didn't see like the actual thing but i've seen like people like using it and tweeting it on twitter but that's about it yeah the reason why they're memeing it is because it was really just it it came off as very disingenuous like the whole statement was just him doing this like oh man like i I just want to like do what's right. I just, uh, I just want to do what's right for the families. <laughs> like I just want and then it was the whole so black weird. and white filter. It's it's just insane. Yeah. Like com- like really dude, you're feeling bad. Like you it's, had the opportunity to stop it and he didn't. Also like not all, th- so 300 people got injured as young as 10 years old and 11 people entered cardiac arrest, not including the ones who passed. That is insane. That is literally like I, I don't know. I, I literally don't know how people can fucking like actually be like Travis Scott didn't do anything. Like, why are you fucking attacking him? Like, if like if it's my like, think about the Tana Mojo fucking thing, right? Think about the yeah. Tana Mojo convention. She, it was her event. Sure, she had a manager to like fuck some things up, but it's her event. She should take the blame. Like, mm-hmm. it's her responsibility to have a fucking safe event. Same with Travis Scott. It's his responsibility to have a fucking safe event. And be, have a like have people be able to like get water and get the attention that they need instead of like fucking mm. be like oh we're a, a personal on this time. Oh. Uh yeah, I, I I agree with that. I also to you you mentioned the cameraman thing, and that was yeah. crazy because one of the people that was trying to go up to the cameraman, they were at one point like in the middle of a place where like people had died, mm-hmm. and that's part of the crowd. So they were like trying to reach out, go to the cameraman, and they not only did the cameraman not give a fuck, they got booed. God, I, I just I it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. 
And then they're posting like some stupid ass articles where it's like Kylie Jenner's fine. Like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, like, of course she's going to be fucking fine. She's like, aren't they dating? Like, uh, like <laughs> obviously she's going to get some fucking special treatment comparison to like everyone that like bought tickets. Yeah, she she posted an Instagram story of the show with the ambulance in the fucking crowd. Jeez. Like it's in her Instagram story. Like it's all like really weird. Uh, and this is like where I will insert my own like cynical view on all of this is that all of this just stinks like it really stinks in like the aftermath and how like quiet the industry was up until about like last night last night is when like drake finally spoke about it drake was on stage for like a part of that show i didn't even know he spoke he he yeah he spoke out yesterday and he put out like four sentences where he was like uh i don't like to use instagram to usually like platform grief or whatever but like i like i'm so upset about what happened and it's like a whole loss and it's like why did it take you literally like two and a half days to post this yeah like i feel like if i was even a part of something like that i would like probably put out a statement like as soon as i could no yeah i like what okay dude that's fucked up it's just been very bizarre and the night of that it all happened tmz posted a really weird article where it was basically all of it was based on a source close to astroworld Mm -hmm. and a lot of it was shifting blame from like it was very weird it was it was shifting blame from like organizers to the crowd which doesn't make any sense because it's your job to control the crowd yeah literally blame the crowd uh and they dropped a real bombshell where they were basically starting to insinuate that like, cause currently the causation that everybody, uh, you know, that the investigation has led to is that it was a crowd crush. Mm-hmm. Um, but TMZ dropped a bombshell where they claim that somebody was in the crowd poking people with fentanyl needles and that, that was causing people to pass out and that was causing them to like die and stuff. Uh, since then, I have not seen a single article that has uh, kind of like confirmed this. In fact, Vice put out an article where they said, did Astroworld attendees get stabbed with drugs? Not likely. That's so weird. That's such a weird like random thing to bring up and then have no like proof to back it up or like anything. Like surely like if they're actually being stabbed with fentanyl, could you not do like a fucking blood test and like see like fentanyl in their system? Like, no, yeah, if, if they were if if they were actually stabbing people with fentanyl, we would have known like 10 hours after it because yeah. people would have people would have like been, you know, drug tests, yeah, exactly. Like we would have known. Also, people it's, have cameras so like they could definitely see people like there's a fucking guy running around stabbing people with fentanyl needles. Like you think exactly. nobody would have recorded that? It's I mean, a, to me it stinks of like the whole like oh, people put a razor in Halloween candy. Like what is yeah. like no. It, it it did not happen. And it was just like this really weird kind of, it seemed like an orchestrated piece from Travis Scott's PR team. But then today, or this might've been yesterday, um, Travis Scott came out and said, he's going to pay for all the funeral costs of the victims and anyone affected. <laughs> he basically did a fucking better help sponsor. I know. I, I saw that. I'm like, like it, it begs the question, like, did he get, compensation for using better help like it's crazy to think that but like you gotta consider the fact of like what this industry really is where like there are people that do charity events because they get paid to do it like you know what i mean like it's shit like that where it's like who knows who who truly yeah, knows he Maybe basically he 
just to just to say what he did he he uh he said that anyone that was affected by the tragedy can get a free month of better help he's partnered with better not even like a lifetime fucking thing for like how many people was it it's like here's the thing is like 300 plus injured but it's like thousands probably fucking like tens of thousands are probably feeling like some sort of distress from it at least i know and it's like you can't you a one month free trial is that's what you're giving them fucking like i don't know like fucking van os gaming could get you a better like trial than that like what are you talking about exactly anyone's that done anyone that has done anything with anything that revolves around therapy you know that it's not like an in and out type of yeah literally like one month is like okay now we got the basis let's dive deeper into like everything exactly that is insane. it's it's very crazy it's uh i don't know it, it i just it's it's very weird for me that literally the whole machine was quiet for like two days while they were all like trying to because they're getting they're gonna get sued up the ass i mean there are oh, there's already yeah. lawsuits i saw uh, that that the, one and, of the youngest people was sued yeah it's it's and that's just like there's gonna be so many lawsuits like this is definitely gonna cost a lot mm-hmm. uh I've, and then like one of like travis scott's old agents spoke out and was like uh travis scott's always i i remember hearing this guy's story like years ago when i first started listening to travis scott but he was he was travis scott's like first manager and he was like talking about like how he was an asshole and how like one time he the manager started having a seizure and then travis scott just left him he was like i don't want to deal with this i can't believe that he also dropped this bombshell where he was like uh at the beginning of travis's career like he got hired to work for travis because he would help him inflate his numbers on like soundcloud and twitter and like really instagram yeah like with like bots or like just like how how so like yeah like bots and like uh, like because then like they would inflate his soundcloud numbers so that it would look more appealing to labels basically oh okay that's And, and and stuff like that uh but then also the little fyi about this guy is that this guy is a real piece of shit himself uh and there's like a really long tumblr post about like what a a weird guy he is and like he's made some like really weird posts uh where manager or travis manager okay okay that's why i said he himself um because he is I I I look I skimmed through it and it it ranged from anywhere from him literally like shitting on poor people to him like making fun of fat people to him hey. like making some like really racist comments to him like not liking gay people like oh my this God. manager is like a he, he checked all a, the boxes of cancellation no literally he's a jack of all trades like he himself is like just like I don't know what's going on like it, it just shows that like the whole industry is completely rotten inside out um and then Roddy Rich donating all his astroworld earning astroworld earnings to the to the families uh and it's just i i don't know it's it's, it's crazy it really is i it is crazy that like something like that could happen from like such a big like name like travis scott where it's like you would assume like with travis scott you would get like mute up everything because like there's gonna be so many people attending there's gonna be like all this shit and it's like you cut so many corners and then all this shit happens and you got like nothing else to say this is what this is what they always do man they always cut corners until they get caught Mm -hmm. and the only way they get caught is if somebody dies like the fact the matter is that like the way that our systems work is that 
unless we like we don't react until it's too late it's very rarely that we're like oh my god like we gotta we gotta get on this like somebody could get hurt it's more so like okay somebody just did get hurt now it's time to act like we don't yeah. you know it's 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 very uh, and also like it really pisses me off that there wasn't so like first of all it's like there's videos of people literally like the whole like so many people in the crowd are literally screaming for help and like travis doesn't react nobody reacts how is there not like a fail safe where basically like a cord like some like somebody the staff can send a message upwards to the people at the very top of the festival and then those people can get to like the people backstage and then like some fucking safety measure where we can be like we can pull the fucking we can we can start like an emergency situation right now like we stopped yeah. the show we like how was that like not in place like i don't know that is unreal to me it is very much unreal to me because those cameramen ignoring those because i see i saw like conflicting re reports about that too it's like you know all the cameramen started coming out and was like well they can't do anything anyways like they they don't have any control and it's like okay but like i don't know if they should be like pushing them off you know yeah like i feel like they could have like i mean surely cameramen have walkie talkies with them to like okay now zoom in on travis now blah 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 like i don't know like i feel like they could have gone like the bare minimum ex instead of like pushing them aside you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I get it's, it. They're it's, not the fucking main people causing everything to happen. But, like, surely you can do more than just fucking ignore people. Yeah. I, I just think there needs to be way more, like, safety systems installed. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's 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 just... God, this whole... This, I, I really, like, I, I've, I've been reading into it so much. And the, the whole situation is just so like okay here's what i people like i i've been you know we both have been in the internet for so long mm -hmm. and although this is like something that transcends the internet by a lot uh there are people like saying that like travis scott is it like this is over like this is it for him like the, yeah. he's he's like never coming back from this i was like i feel like give him like a few months people will start to forget people always forget. oh yeah i mean travis scott literally has like one of the most diehard like cult followings like there's so many people that are like i love travis like i love you man like i'll follow you wherever you do like dude people not exactly. realize that like it transcends like content creator followings where it's like if fucking anything bad happens people might leave like travis scott is a global name and he has so many things attached to him and he has so many like music projects like people literally like before this event were like oh travis is going to like release his new album soon like you know what i'm talking about yeah. like yeah i get that like this shit is fucked up and like obviously i want all the fucking repercussions for him but like if you're going to sit here and say like travis is done then like you're obviously like i like it's sad to say but like it's just not gonna happen like that like it's not it isn't it's 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 i okay so a lot of my like a lot of my center for information i've been going to reddit because you know they just put mm -hmm. all the articles together and stuff yeah and here's what i don't understand okay there was a subreddit it got banned today i think call it was made after this incident called r slash fuck travis scott and <laughs> it was just people that like were in a subreddit and their whole main goal was just to like shit on travis scott and it's like obviously he needs to be held accountable but do I see like these like hate subreddits as like genuine? No, I just think these are people projecting their fucking anger and they just yeah. are looking to, for someone to dogpile on. 
And literally, like, next week, whenever the next celebrity does some fucking dumb shit, they'll make, like, fucking r slash fuck Hoover, you know? They'll, like... Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, what do you mean the next person? It's got to be... Like, why can't you say, like, David Dobrik? You know what I'm saying? Like, why you got to say me? What am I going to do wrong? David Dobrik an, probably an, already... Fuck actually. You know, maybe it's going to be that. Maybe that's David already Dobrik been... probably already has his. Let me, let me, let me try it. r slash fuck David Dobrik. Let me look up Remember, remember it was like David Dobrik's... Remember, it was like, David Dobrik's not a comeback... Oh, it doesn't exist. I should make it. <laughs> Somebody will make this. Reddit.com. First time ever I had to type that one in. Don't lie. Who would be like a celebrity that people hate? Like, who is one that like... There's uh, one. There's like... Buck Nestle. Oh. Yeah, Nestle's pretty bad. Um, They just bottled a water like, hello? That's not that bad. The reasons why we hate Nestle so much. Uh, some key events. Nestle taking more water than they are allowed to. Child labor to harvest cocoa. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Nestle convinced third world... Okay, I, I, I've heard about this. This is crazy. Have you ever heard about this, Nestle? Nestle convinced third world mothers that their baby formula is as good as breast milk. With no access to clean water, the formula mixed with water led to malnutrition. Jesus, dude. Uh, yeah, Nestle's bottled water has the highest microplastics pollution. Stone Puzz Amiibos have the highest fucking microplastic <laughs> pollution. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Stone Puzz, he's got Amiibos, which those going through the ocean, those are what sharks are choking on, not just turtles, people. <laughs> Think about that. I I just can't believe there's a whole subreddit that it can just like, I, you know, I hate Nestle too. It's just like, it is kind of crazy. This is kind of funny, though. People are, like, uh, showing, like, Nestle products. It's like, how can I get an alternative to this? And then this post has a fucking flare that says, fuck Nestle. I fucking hate Nestle. Fuck them. Damn. I mean, true. Are they actually this worked up about it, though? Uh, the thing is with me is, like, I'm just very exhausted with certain things in life where, like, I can't build that up about like a lot of stuff it's yeah. not good it's not great quality to have but it's like i can be angry but i'm like fuck like fuck you like every single day like i can't well the oh thing God. about nestle at the end of the day is like they are a fucking awful evil corporation but yeah. they are just one of the many very evil and awful corporations and we can't do shit about them we need to like they are like the type of shit that you need to like literally ban them for them to fucking go away like us regular joes mm -hmm. we could right now say we're not gonna buy any nestle products and they will still run the fucking world like it doesn't matter like they are that huge that's crazy and not to say like you know oh it, it's not you know it's bad to like do your part or whatever you know i, I yeah. totally respect that uh but it, it is just like a the system is so rotten to the core that it's it's ridiculous yeah I'm looking at this Reddit site right now because you talked about it and I uh seeing a lot of nerds on here. <laughs> <laughs> you no, like man. what you see? I'm seeing a bunch of nerds talking about trombones and like some kind of like uh like video games. I don't I don't get this. Where are the sports? I rewatched Home Alone today. How was that? I saw you gave the like five stars and five paragraphs of a fucking review, dude. 
Well, here's the thing is Home Alone has always been one of my favorite movies, but I haven't watched it. This is my first time watching it in like seven or eight years. Damn. And I was scared to watch it because I was like, I used to love it so much when I was a kid. What if I like it? It's not the same anymore because it's happened before, you know? Yeah. But I got to say, man, it's it's just as good. And I, I just loved it so much. And it made me feel so nice. It literally made me feel like a kid again. Mm hmm. Well, I'm glad me, you re-experienced that that fire for life, man. Yeah, now I got to rewatch uh, the second one soon. That is also a good one, isn't that the one with Donald Trump? Yeah, that's the one where he's in New York. Uh, mm. I remember you talking to me about that. You're like, that's when I first fell in love with Donald Trump, and I was like, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say New York. I was, no, you, just, you threw that absolute curveball at me. That wasn't a curveball, man. You know that's true. <laughs> it's not it's not there's a new i forgot yeah i forgot we're out. on a podcast it's not true guys we're joking around there's a new new uh new among us update coming out that's pretty crazy man i know i know this guy's toast is gonna be all over that actually do you think he will be i don't think so i think he is i don't know yeah i i think like this guy's toast is like all over like fucking women at this point like that's <laughs> the kind of vibe i get from him he's all over fucking women dude he doesn't have time to be all over among us he's fucking he's fucking women he's laying pipe hell yeah hell yeah have you seen his transformation he looks beautiful as hell he does look very uh gorgeous i will say i wonder what stoked that fire in him because i mean he was always a a good looking dude but now he's like he's really like he's doing the middle he part he's got the beard. earrings i think he's got a lot of eyes on him and then maybe you know he was just like you know what i want to ball out and he just went for it and now he's looking so good. I don't know. That's that's awesome. You know, it's not awesome. Me cutting my finger. How did that happen? Dude, I don't fucking like. It's so dumb. Like literally, like all this shit happens all the time. Um, basically, right. <laughs> my friends were over. Um, Jake Johnston, twenty four frames of Nick, and McKaylee, mm-hmm. and they were over here for Jake Johnston's birthday weekend, and so. We've all been here and I wake up one day kind of like exhausted and I try to open up the drawer in my bathroom and it won't open. And I'm like, okay, this is fucking frustrating. I know what it is. I had this like little like nail like box or whatever and it like got caught on the top. So then I was like trying to like get it out, but then it was like kind of like jamming itself. So then it wouldn't open. Uh At one point I just start pulling back the drawer and it's like bending the box because it's made out of plastic and I go in to grab it. And I grab the box and I go, I yank it and I like slice my finger full force, slice my finger and like cuts open like a pretty like weird wound. Like it's, it was a wound and I started mm. bleeding profusely and I started freaking out because everyone was downstairs playing Mario Party and I was just upstairs like holding on my finger bleeding and I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. And so then I'm running downstairs like my, I like wrapped it with toilet paper, but like it's going through toilet paper so fast. And yeah, I'm just like I mean, trying to like act cool because I don't want anyone to like help me or anything. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'll just get this. And then I like went on Walgreens and uh, I was like buying some stuff. And I was freaking out because it literally did not stop bleeding for like, it was like been an hour and it still not stopped bleeding. And so then I called my mom and I'm like, okay, like, I don't know what to do. Like I first text her. I'm like, is this like a bad like wound or whatever? Like at first I was like, okay, so 
Have you ever had like a cut on your finger and then you had to get stitches for it or whatever? You know, like just like a random question, you know, because I didn't want to get stitches on this. Like, I don't care if I have to, but it's one of those things where like I don't want to waste everyone's time to go to the fucking ER or whatever and get stitches on it because it's like, I don't think it'll be fine. Because we're also, I don't think it would be a waste of time necessarily if you got to go to the ER. (laughs) No, I, I, it was a fucking paper, it was like a cut essentially my finger. So I'm like, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't want to go because we're about to go see a movie and I didn't want to like fucking shift everyone's plans and shit. And so yeah. I was like, okay, mom, like, is this bad? She's like, all right, what the fuck? What's going on? She calls me. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. And she's like, you got to get like a butterfly thing and you got to clamp it down. So then it stops the bleeding. And I did it and it stopped bleeding. But this motherfucker still hurts and it's been like two days. So. Yeah, I mean, if you got a wound, it might take more than two days to heal up. Yeah, I don't. I like. I fucking hate it though, dude. Like having this finger, my index finger on my left hand, having this shit gone. Like, I can't type on the keyboard. Like, I can't. I can't play Roblox. I can't play Minecraft anymore, dude. Like, the WASD. I can't do D anymore. Like, D is gone. Like, this shit is like so weird to do. And then whenever I like move my hair, I go like this, and like my fucking index finger goes above it. And I'm like. So now it's like all weird and shit, but it's just obnoxious, dude. I fucking hate cutting myself, cutting my finger open. Do you have any fun stories from the weekend? Um, there was a pretty crazy night when we went over to S fan's house. Mm -hmm. Um, we all went and grabbed dinner after a movie. We went to go see, uh, Eternals. I personally think that movie was very boring. Okay. If you like the movie, I'm glad you do. I went to go see Eternals. I knew that people did not like it, but I thought at least I would like give it three stars. It looks like it would be fucking I, boring. I just did. Here's the thing, right? Is I didn't care enough about any of the characters. A lot of the jokes are very like millennial humor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I like some of the actors in the movie, like Kalal or whatever his name is. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah. I like him in some of the stuff that he's in, but it just, everyone's like, Everyone's character, I just couldn't care about, because I'm like, yeah. I like, I I don't know, and so the whole movie I was bored, and then like the ending to the movie, like I'm not gonna spoil it, but like I'll just say right now, like it was kind of lackluster for what I thought could have been an ending. Like I thought it could have been like Marvel has like you know like fucking big ending to movies, yeah. and then they just had an ending to the movie, and I was like, okay, that was it. And then, uh, yeah, it, there's just a lot of things I thought were wrong with the movie. Anyways, to me, the movie just like the way that it's like looks in trailers. I was like, this just looks so boring. Like the yeah. way that it's color graded. I was like, this shit looks like it's exhausting to watch. And then also, I made a review of the movie where I was like, uh, Eternals and because the whole point of Eternals are they've been around since the beginning of fucking time, or whatever. And they've been sent mm-hmm. to Earth and they've been around stopping these fucking like evil beasts from like taking over the world. That's their whole purpose. And uh, at one point during the movie, they go to Hiroshima and this guy um, that like can like build like these insane contraptions. Basically, like he was like giving humans like the ability to like build wheels and engines and shit like that. I don't know how, but like that was this whole thing. And then he was like at Hiroshima like after the fucking bomb went off and he was like i did this like i cannot believe i did this and i was like it was just like so random to like see in a marvel movie and uh so then after that i was like 
I can't believe Eternals didn't stop 9-11 or some shit. And I had like 5 million fucking little Marvel nerds go on my letterboxd. We're like, I got to pull some of these up. We're like, they I like, it's obviously a joke. Because I said they didn't like, let me find my exact review. I said, um, the Eternals let 9-11 happen? Kind of weird, like weird dirt face or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, um, they wouldn't have known it was happening before it happened. Uh, bro, they let World War II happen. 9-11 was by far not the worst thing they let happen. Do you really believe 9-11 was the worst thing in history? No, dude. The whole point is that it's a joke. I make joke reviews. Oh, my Lord. And I was like, okay, dude. I'm fucking done with you nerds. I just love being... I just love the guy that's like... 9-11 wasn't the worst thing in history. It's like, I obviously it obviously, wasn't. But like, it, just, it feels weird to turn it into a pissing contest where it's like, yeah. well... Who gives a shit about 9-11? Yeah, it's just like, I feel like that's also a fucking incident where I, like, people have joked about that so much. You want me to fucking, like, throw in the Holocaust in the joke? Like, no, that just feels weird. Like, 9-11 is like, it happened, you know? And then it's like, it's been kind of like a, like a territory for memeing, you know? Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going around at all times, like, making 9-11 jokes, but, you know, like, the Eternals go stop 9-11, kind of like Mark Wahlberg, you know? This is one of those things where I wrote down, but then people were like, dude, you know, like that's like, they wouldn't even know that that would happen. Like it was a surprise attack. And I was like, oh my Lord. But anyways, yeah, we saw Eternals, we got dinner and then all of us in our group, we went over to the S fans uh, house and uh, we were over there with Schlatt, Minx, S fan and uh, over there having a great time, you know, having a good time. Uh, you know, I drank some liquids. I don't know what kind. Um, I couldn't be. Yeah, I drank some lemonade. I, I drank say. some lemonade. Lots and lots of lemonade. I would say too much lemonade. And uh, I we were having a really good time. And then uh, we got our Ubers back home because, you know, drinking and driving is bad. And mm-hmm. uh, or, well, hold on. I don't, I don't drink uh, lemonade. But, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Almost but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, 24 Frames of Nick, Mikhaili, Kalen, you know, they're 21, you know, they were drinking, mm-hmm. but they couldn't drive. And so we took an Uber and then I got back home and I kind of, uh, you know, that one game where it's like spill your guts or fill your guts. I've kind of spilled my guts. Ah, uh, you, you, you threw up. <laughs> yeah. And too uh, much lemonade, too, too much, much soda, too much. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it was like the that was a fun event, but like, I would feel like that whole night was fun. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know what happens at S fence? I'll stay at, it stays at S fence. house. you know, that's like a, that's like a classic Austin rule. So can't give, yeah, it's give, like the, give away it's like too the much. Vegas of, uh, the Vegas of Austin. Mm-hmm. It really is. A lot of crazy things go down there. A lot of NDAs are signed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You, you won't even know. You won't even know. <laughs> crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm glad fun. I'm glad you guys had a fun fun little weekend. Yeah, it was pretty fun. We uh, ended it off playing Monopoly because Nick had one. Nick, we went to an arcade and Nick literally spent $160 at the arcade, and he literally played this fucking coin game that was essentially gambling, and he like fucking yeah. like spend all of his money to like drop down coins so then he could get more coins and then win tickets, and he won this Bob Ross Monopoly, and. Uh, we were like the whole time after. Is that, that the Monopoly you guys played? We played Bob Ross Monopoly. Basically, the entire time, like Nick was like, "Can we please play, play Monopoly, please?" And I'm like, oh, "Dude, like, I'm sorry, like, I just like my fucking inner demons come out during Monopoly sometimes. Like, 
either it's me or it's other people that get me to bring the demons out. Like I'm just not having a great time sometimes when I'm playing Monopoly. So I was kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know, man. Because we were going to make a campfire that night on the last night. You know, I kind of want to do a campfire more. It seems like a more chill, relaxed vibe than spending three hours playing Monopoly. And yeah. uh, we eventually kind of caved in. You know, even though it was Jake Johnson's birthday weekend, uh, you know, we were like, okay, we'll play Monopoly. We played Monopoly. Uh, Weston did not want to do some trades. I'll just say that. Um, I basically had one light blue. He had a light blue. And uh, I was like, I'll trade you this railroad that I have because you have another railroad and I'll get the light blue. And then Nick was like, you shouldn't do that. You should add some money on top of that. Like, uh, don't let him do it without any money. And then Weston's like, um, how about $2 with that? I was like, what? Like, I don't even have, like, I'm not even starting a monopoly right now. Like, I, there's another fucking spot open. Then, wait, Nick was like, uh, wait, you know, like, is the other light blue taken? And then we're like, no. He's like, hold, hold, hold. Like, don't let him trade. Don't let him trade. It's like, oh, my God. It was pretty funny, but there's some moments where I was just like, towards the end, it was me, Nick, and Weston. And I was like, Nick, please just take my stuff. Like, I'm done. It's been like two hours at this point. Like, I don't want to keep playing Monopoly. And so I give him my stuff. And then uh, even though Weston had like the two dark blues and he had like a fucking cabin or whatever the fucking Bob Ross thing was on it, um, mm. he just landed on one of Nick's places and then he just didn't care to mortgage. So then he was like, okay, you win. And then Nick won. He's like, yeah, he started screaming. Lost screaming was involved. But uh, it was a pretty fun way. It always is with Nick. It always is a lot of screaming. <sighs> always a lot of screaming with that guy. I mean, that guy, he's... He kind of is like my stepbrother or like that's where we realized because we also watch stepbrothers like this guy kind of is my stepbrother where this guy is loud and proud. Is that movie aged well? I watched it. There are some things in the movie that are not aged well. You know, certain Uh words that are used in the movie. I would not say have aged well, but I would say there are some still some really funny scenes from it. Like the singing scene in the car where they are like doing the sweet child of mine like do you remember that scene where they're like singing I think so yeah i i honestly love that scene so much and that was really funny but other than that like it's still like an all right movie to watch like it's very 2000s comedy but there's this there's some jokes and words that haven't aged that well but besides that pretty uh pretty all right will ferrell is so like old nowadays i know he's got like he's white hair on. it's like larry david I was I was thinking about when you were talking about the letterbox stuff. I was I was thinking about how I was looking uh, after I wrote my little Home Alone review. Mm-hmm. I went into oh, I want to look at more Home Alone reviews. I want to see what other people would say about this movie. And there's this guy who gave it like two stars, and he literally wrote like a fucking fifteen paragraph takedown oh of this God. movie. How many likes does it and, have? Um, let me see. Two. It had 300 comments. Oh my god! <laughs> or something like that. Like it had over like 180 comments or something like that. Hold on. That is insane. People like know. that literally like. I get expressing your life story about a movie if you really like it or really don't like it, but like, I don't know. Some of y'all yeah, 130 comments. Better. Oh my lord. Two, 290 likes, 130 comments, and uh, they don't like. I think a part of the reason is that he doesn't like Kevin. Like, I think Kevin is like a, is a huge asshole. The little kid, the main character. The kid? Of the He's talking about the kid whose whole He's talking purpose about Macaulay is like, Culkin. Hey guys, I got these wacky prank contraptions or whatever. Let me, 
let me fucking um let me read out read a little let me read out a passage out of this novel <laughs> like i this 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 part just like randomly caught my eye but little Kevin, disrespectful, budding sadist that he is, is no more sympathetic than his self-absorbed, hate-filled relatives. Perhaps we shouldn't be too harsh toward Kevin. Oh After Lord. all, he has learned his behavior from a pack of howling mongrels. But a child who says to his parents things like, hang up the phone and make me, why don't you? And I am upstairs, dummy, is not some meek, beleaguered ur urchin. He's what? a child who has willfully entrenched himself on the naughty list and deserves at best a stocking full of coal or perhaps hot manure, not our rooting interest. This has to be a joke. Um, like, I feel like it has to be like a joke where like, I feel like there's no way somebody actually wrote that whole review. Like, I feel like that has to be like sarcasm. This is, this would be like the most dedicated. I think that his whole point is that he, the, the family's insufferable and I like. I think. Um, I think Kevin is a sweet kid. I mean, he's a kid. He's a kids kid. He's a kid. Like, he makes mistakes. He stops robbers. Exactly. He's a fucking genius kid. I mean, his family is like. I don't know how you forget a child twice. Okay. That's pretty crazy. Also, like at the start of the movie, I did realize. Like, I feel like if this was a movie about real life, Kevin would grow up to absolutely despise his family because, like, yeah, the you know the night before he gets left at the house, like his whole family gangs up on him and they're like, you fuck like literally his uncle calls him a little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently according to this litter box review, he kind of is. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe this review is written by the fucking uncle. I don't want to like send me the review like on discord or something. Cause I want to see like if this guy like does more movies like that. Cause like, if so I would, that's so funny that like he does that for like movies. I sent that. I, here it is. Let's see. Oh, he's a patron. Oh, and he's got some movies in his favorite films. Let's see. Yeah, he's got like some like film nerd movies, like fucking Psycho, nineteen sixty, by Alfred Hitchcock. Like, dude, that's some like film. Like, I already know that like that one person that watches us that goes to film school, fucking Romy Bunny, is gonna be like commenting like, "Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite films." Like, that's the type of movie we're talking about here. No offense to her. <laughs> yeah I'm, they gave uh okay wait hold on i gotta find more of their reviews i kind of want to see like uh oh red flag alert his second favorite movie is by woody allen just saying oh. not a good guy not a good guy okay yeah this guy literally writes five million paragraphs about like any movie is this his job like I, he, he, would he does like he does it like you're turning in an essay like he does a quote at the beginning and he has six paragraphs and then he calls it a day let me check his twitter he has 360 followers on twitter and he now we're like tearing into this guy because he like doesn't like home alone and no it's not so, so much about it. the fact that he doesn't like home alone but like to write a fucking seven page essay about it it's <laughs> crazy i'm just like going through his like lowly rated movies to see what else he does not like Oh, no way, man. He gave Jack one star. Jack by Francis Ford Coppola, the guy who made Godfather. Jack with Robin Williams, 1996, where Robin Williams plays a kid that becomes an old man really fast, and then he goes to elementary school looking like an old man, and then he tries to, like, fuck his teacher. It's his weird... Jennifer Lopez. It's his weird movies he's watching where he'll watch Clockwork Orange, right? And mm -hmm. then he'll, like, watch... 
like I just saw that he watches like fucking Duck Dodgers movie. Like it's about hold on, let me find out what the fucking Duck Dodgers Duck Dodgers in the 24th century. And it's a 1953 Looney Tunes like sketch it seems. He's seen it all. Yeah, this is Duck Dodgers in the 24th century is a seven minute thing. It's seven minutes, and he wrote seven paragraphs. That has to be a joke. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Beethoven movies? With the dog? With that dog? Yeah, the dog, yeah. I've seen a couple. I used to love them when I was a kid, and I saw that he gave one of them one star. Damn. He gave Not the Godfather fan, uh, five stars, so this guy is... I like God, the Godfather's good. It's just like I like it's too hyped up. Like when everybody's like, "This is the best movie ever," it just it, it, at that point it just doesn't live up to your expectations anymore. It's impossible. Royal Tenenbaums a five star. That's good. That's why, like, when I went to go watch uh, Dune, I was like, I I don't want to hear anybody talk because they're all like, "This movie's the best. This is amazing. This is the greatest." It is good. I will say I did not expect it to be good because I had no expectations, but it is good. It is really good. I was just really worried about not liking it because I was literally like people like Mikhaili and Nick were messaging me like this movie is um, like literally the best movie. Like mm-hmm. this is it. We've made it. We've done it. This is this is cinema. I watched Coco, uh, the Pixar movie. What do you think of that? Made me cry. Damn. Probably like a top four Pixar. Crazy. I've Very beautiful seen... film. You got to watch, man. Oh, also, this guy, I'm now realizing, um, the guy that did the review, um, has a little thing that does director rankings. The number one is Woody Allen. So, oh, Okay, see, I was willing to give him a pass on like, okay, he likes a movie by Woody Allen. Like, I feel like if you grew up before he was outed as a, you know, a bad person, um, it's understandable you know you'll love the work you don't love the man but at that point if you're like this guy is it this guy's the goat and he did like a little re- review on all the uh what's it called movies that he's done unreal that is these people are sickening oh annie hall is in his top 200 list who's that and it's a Woody Allen movie. I don't. I, I've never seen oh. it, but it, I just saw it here on this Woody Allen ranked. I thought it was like a man. Nope. Nope. To my knowledge, nope. nope. No, sir. Well, we've hit on that. We've hit an hour. We can get the fuck out of here. Yes. We've done our yes! Job. yes. 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 I'm out of here. Let's go, baby. Uh, Woo! Thank you very much for listening to cool dog. cool dog as always cool dog uh sorry that t- this week's was a little bit late we were both a little bit busy honestly <coughs> um took a covet test today i'm negative Yay. had a little covet scare but i'm negative and leave us a five-star rating on apple podcast if that's where you're listening if you're on spotify uh you can't do anything on spotify you can only listen and if you're on youtube leave a comment leave a like Thank you for listening. What do you have to say, Hoover? I have to say that, you know, I think Home Alone is a pretty good movie. I think it's a fucking amazing film. Amazing I haven't seen cinema. it in the last 10 years, so I'll take your word. Well, well, bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>